Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, it's Coach Freddie, and I'm here having a conversation with Les Stark, and we just finished up uh, looking at a hemp field out there in Pennsylvania here. How you doing, Les? I'm doing great, Freddie. Thanks for uh, having me again. I want to recap a little bit about what you've done in the past. I know you wrote, wrote a book. What was that book called? The book was called Hempstone Heritage One. It was originally intended to be the first of a series of books. I never did follow up uh, with uh, the second book, though. Uh, but yeah, Hempstone Heritage One, and uh, it's actually a long title. Uh, you can find the full title online. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all about the uh, hemp industry uh, in uh, Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, mainly. I, I concentrated a lot on Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, for a couple reasons. One reason is because even though hemp was grown from one end of Pennsylvania to the other, that's where it flourished the most, was Lancaster County. And uh, the other reason I concentrated on Lancaster County is because that's where I was born and raised. And I lived there. It was easier to do the research in the place I lived. And I just uncovered so much information. Like between 1720 and 1870, there were over 100 water-powered mills for processing hemp fiber just in Lancaster County alone. And there were dozens more in all the surrounding counties. Now, right now, we're here in Berks County. And I documented about three dozen hemp mills right here in Berks County. Wow. The township we're in is Exeter Township. And there was three hemp mills right here in this township. Wow. And we're heading into Ole to uh, see the field that we're growing here. Yeah, and uh, that's fascinating that you did all this research. And in fact, I have a copy of your book. It's really awesome. Thank you. So um, let's talk about what, what you've been doing. Uh, I know you've been uh, helping uh, Erica, uh, and you two have been kind of the uh, cornerstone behind the Keystone, let's say the Keystone, since we're from the Keystone State, <laughs> right. uh, behind uh, the passing of the, the bill here in Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, well, the whole reason I did my historical research in the first place is because I wanted to prove that it grew well here in the past. It was a part of our our heritage, uh, sort of a common foundation of our history, something that almost nobody had ever known before. That's one of the reasons why I got drawn into the research. Uh, in Jack Harrer's book, The Emperor Wears No Clothes, he says that wherever there were major hemp-growing regions in the country, there were towns named after hemp, and he mentioned Hempfield Township in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. And uh, it was just that one little fact, and that one fact led me into, uh, drew me into the research. And, and uh, you know, because I thought if it's true, how come I've never heard of this before? And uh, I got went to the Historical Society, and from day one, I just started uncovering amazing facts. And every time I went, I just uncovered more and more and more. And uh, I liken it to walking in a desert in Egypt, and all of a sudden you stub your toe on something in the sand, and you look, and there's a little point sticking up in the sand, and you start to uncover it. 
And here was this massive pyramid that had never been discovered before. That's what it was like finding Pennsylvania hemp history. But the whole reason why we did it, the whole reason why I embarked on this uh, you know, journey of thousands of hours of historical research was to put it together to make the case that hemp should be legal now. If it was good enough for our ancestors, uh, you know, in the early portion of America, we should be allowed to grow it again. And it worked, uh, you know. It was uh, part, of, part of the overall winning argument for bringing the hemp back to Pennsylvania. Yes, and so uh, we're uh, growing hemp here. It's part of the research program, right? Right, correct. So how many uh, acres do you have out there that you uh, uh, under your license? Well, we have 143 acres uh, growing altogether. Okay. There's about 50 acres uh, here in the field that we're just about to get to in Oley Township, in the Oley Valley of Kirks County, Pennsylvania. And then we have about 93 acres growing up in East Greenville, which is actually in Montgomery County. Okay. And uh, those are looking pretty good, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that field's looking very healthy. And uh, here at the field in Oley, we have uh, our 50 acres divided up into three large fields and a couple smaller fields and uh, we're having you know varying degrees of success we're growing four different varieties and uh, you know uh, there's a couple of the smaller fields that uh, are not thriving as well but in the one major field especially it's very healthy and thriving plants five and a half to six and a half feet tall today's july 30th we planted on june 18th so it's about a month and 10 days or so, and uh, it's doing fantastic. And we just, you know, uh, we have a lot of hope for hemp in Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's why you're doing the research. There's four different varieties there, right. so you can say which one is uh, a little bit better than the other one. Yep, we're growing Futura 75, Felina, USO, and Ivory. Of those four, at least our preliminary so far, we're, we're leaning towards... Uh, Futura 75, although we don't want to jump to conclusions, and we'll wait till the end of the year and, and uh, see which has the, the most yield, and, uh, and you know, that, that'll be the judge there. And then whichever one grows the best, we'll concentrate uh, on that particular variety next year. Okay. Yeah, and the crop has at least uh, another two months right to grow. Yeah, it's going to grow the whole month of August, and it'll grow continue to grow into September and we'll harvest when the seed is ripe. And, uh, but some of these strains that we're growing can get up to 16 feet tall. Now we did plant about two and a half weeks, three weeks or so later than what we would have preferred to grow. Uh, so, but we, we feel like these plants, they're gonna get tall. They have another several feet to grow yet. Okay, that'll be in September sometime. You'll be harvesting. I might be around that time. Well, we'd love to have you for the harvest. Anything else you'd like to tell our listeners here? Well, I would like to say that if you're really interested in growing hemp, and especially if you're here in Pennsylvania, uh, you know, contact, uh, uh, follow us on Pennsylvania Hemp Industry Council Facebook page. And also, if you're not in Pennsylvania and you live in one of the other states, uh, consider a membership in the National Hemp Association. Uh, you can find them online, and you can also find them on Facebook, NHA or P-A-H-I-C, and uh, if you follow those two groups and get in contact with them, we can help, uh, help you get, you know, started in whichever state or whichever part of the state of Pennsylvania you're in, and uh, 
hopefully be a part of this emerging industry. And we think it has uh, tremendous potential. We're still in the beginning phases. There's a little bit of a learning curve, and we're all learning together. And uh, we're going to take what we've learned so far, apply it into the future, and we see um, we, we, we see a bright future on the horizon. And your crops are? Fiber and seed production, Okay. primarily. Yeah. I know a lot of people in Pennsylvania are growing for CBD, and uh, hopefully we'll get to the point where we can utilize all parts of the hemp plant, the fiber, the seed, the stalk, the cellulose, material and also extract the CBD and use it just kind of like they say the pig they use every part of the pig but the squeal that's what we want to do with hemp we want to use all parts of it and maximize the potential uh, for profit and for um, uh, just uh, you know just make full use of the hemp plant this uh, most miraculous wonderful plant that has been provided to us by mother earth and the universe that was here for us to use, and that's what we want to do is get the max benefit out of it. Well, I'm going to thank you, Les, for being guest on the I Hemp Revolution podcast. All right, thank you. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today, and make sure that you subscribe to the I Hemp Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review. And follow us on facebook.com forward slash iHempRevolution. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them. And thanks for joining the iHempRevolution. Revolution.